0: i
1: stories of what they
0: It's who you are, it's who you are, and I'm loved.
2: You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me
0: down.
2: You're never gonna let, never gonna let me down. You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down Cause you are good Zither Harp
1: your prayer request below. We'll pray with you, for you. God's in the house tonight.
2: Flow. Cause Jesus, you're all I need. Jesus, you're. Day. forever faithful your love is stronger i trust in no other name yeah cause jesus you're all See?
0: Has he been faithful to you? I
1: said, Has he been faithful to you? Oh yes! Thank you for your faithfulness, God. You've been faithful.
0: By my side, there wasn't a day. my life, love has been true, and all of my life, I will worship you, there wasn't a day that you weren't by my side, there wasn't a Thank you.
1: Father, we worship you tonight. We thank you, God, that your power and your presence is manifesting at this moment right here. Father, we thank you, Lord, that, Lord, you're working all things for our good. Father, we thank you that, God, these prayer requests that sit here at your altar, that, God, they do not go unnoticed, and that, Father, you see them and we lift them up to you tonight and we thank you for victory victory has already been won established and god we thank you that father that these requests god we will see breakthrough in jesus mighty name father we thank you lord tonight that you're changing that you're rearranging that you're bringing solutions god that you're bringing uh uh, things in order father and father we lift up jordan right now that's at the hospital in houston And, Father, we just thank you, God, that you're doing a miracle in his brain right now. In Jesus' name, Father, we speak it out that Jordan, rise up, rise up and walk. I declare that his brain will fully function in Jesus' name. We speak to the paralysis. We say you must leave his body in Jesus' name. Your body will function in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. You're touching him right now, right now, right now, God. And it's going to be an amazement to the doctors at how quickly the healing begins to accelerate in that young man's body. We thank you, Father. And we just ask, God, that every need is met in his his life and his family's life, Father, supernaturally, God. Let a miracle take place in that family, we pray, God. And every uh, person that's here that's represented on this altar that has COVID, God. We thank you for supernaturally wiping it out, wiping it out of their system, wiping it out of their lungs right now in Jesus' name. Father, breathe life into people in ICU rooms right now. Breathe life into people's lungs right now. Blow out the the, the infection in Jesus' name. We thank you for it. We thank you for it, Father. Father, we thank you, Lord, for healing. Miracles, miracles, God. Miracles fully flowing and fully functioning, God, within the body. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for it tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to do something. I want to, this is, um, do any of you have something you want to share in this section? Anything in your on your heart? Any testimonies of what God has done? Anybody? Nobody. Anybody over here? Nobody. You got a testimony, don't you? you got to tell, come on, sis. New face.
3: Uh, one testimony is that on Sunday, I was praying for a coworker who was in Houston. Um, she was having a lot of stuff done with her brain. She has seizures, and she was trying to have procedures done to stop that. Well, it didn't go as planned, and she had a lot of other things happen to her that were just painful, and she was by herself up there. I mean, she's got three grown kids and, I mean, three Sorry, teenage kids. And so she just by herself in Houston, miserable, and I was one of the people she was messaging. And so my mom and me were praying for her. Um, I didn't necessarily post it for everyone. But my mom and me were in prayer for her, and like within a day or two, she was home. Now the difference is what I'm going to continue to pray for is they want to actually do a procedure where they're going to do a much more invasive procedure, but my prayer is that they won't have to do that. So she's home, she's happy, and she's teaching. So it's awesome. Amen.
1: Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And um, Hey, Peggy, do you know that Jordan fella? That's on Facebook? No? Okay. Like the, he looks so familiar. I don't know where, I, where I've seen him before. but um, Anyway, let's, we're just declaring miracles in his family.
3: Yeah, come on, sis.
1: Hey, this, just, this is a good reminder. Worship is how I fight my battles. That's a good reminder.
3: Sorry, I forgot about another one another coworker worker who um, had a really great first day of school. Everything was great. Got home, found out her brother had been in a head-on collision and had broken his neck. She didn't have been life flighted to Houston. So the next day, next morning is really when she saw that message, really come across and posted it to us. And so we were in prayer again about that. And later that day, he's walking out of the hospital. He's got a brace on his neck, but he's all smiling, sending pictures. So yet again, God is Taking these situations that are really bad and he's stopping it from becoming. Um, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. It's possible. I mean, I know that, but I'm saying he was, he's kind of like a younger 20s. Yeah, I think it might have been him either way. So um, his sister I work with. And so she said, I saw that post the next morning. And Tabitha Helmer is her name. I don't remember his name. But all I'm saying is, I saw the picture later that day, like in the evening, and he's all smiles with the neck brace on, and he's fine. It was a really bad wreck, and he walked away from it. So, I
1: don't know. Sorry. Oh, that's awesome. It's funny. Um, I don't know if it's the same person, but this, there was a gentleman on our my Facebook page. We've grown up with his mom and his, his, uh, other, and his aunt, and he was in a horrible collision. I think it was in Louisiana. And the life flighted him to a hospital. I don't know. I don't know. And, yeah, and it was a, an injury to his neck and to his back, and they thought, and they thought there was going to be internal injuries on the inside, and they posted on Facebook. And we just, I started praying. We put his name on the altar, and he walked out of that hospital the same night, just free and fine, and smiles, all smiles. And might be the same person. Yeah, how cool is that? It is amazing. That is so cool. I love miracles, man. He, God still does miracles. Man, he still does miracles. And so, um, if you missed this morning, you can go back and watch it on our YouTube. I think Facebook's already removed it. And so, uh, Peggy must have taught really good because it's gone. And so, go um, so to you know, our YouTube. She taught a great message on the glory and the fruits of the Spirit. And so, you can go back and rewatch that. We're going to uh, make a little package. And it's going to be really cool to have my message and her message. And, it's going to be good. We need, we need to know about the fruits of the Spirit and the glory. Amen. We can't operate in the glory and still have flesh hanging around. I said last night, the glory will expose in order to restore. And that's what he did Tuesday. He exposed areas of our heart that needed attention, his attention, his glory, and then restored the joy of our salvation. And so I believe God is doing that right now. And so we give him praise and glory for that. And we're going to continue flowing in this, in this thing. I believe that God is uh, changing the way we do church. And we've got to stay open-minded. We got to stay flexible to His presence and His glory. And uh, I believe we're on the brink of something great. And so, um, and so we're going to pray here in a moment. And then I'm over over the weather patterns. And um, again, I did that this morning. We're going to do it again. And uh, because um, just because we need to. Hallelujah. And so I did prophesy something today. Um, you can go back and watch it about different things and so I' really invite you if you haven't uh, really been engaged online or in the in the in the afternoon sessions go back and watch especially today's I've released the prophetic word about packing your bags and stuff like that and it really means really there's something about it and so we believe God is doing something we have to be prepared and ready I said that we the secret place is the place of preparation and you can only prepare Effectively and efficiently by spending time in His presence, and so, um, and so, and that's where you kill your flesh as well. And so, we want to we want to stay flexible. We want to stay open to what God is saying and doing. And um, I believe God is going to really move in, in in a corporate way. And I believe that when when I mean corporate way, that means that when God just decides one day when we're all gathered together like He did in Acts and just. Because wind just blows into the room, and all of us corporately are affected by it. And I believe that's going to happen. We're coming to that point. There's been a lot of what I like to call cleansing or detox. Even in my own life, when it comes to uh, religious mindsets and religious boxes, I'm still mulling over that, guys, about breaking boxes and religious mindsets. and Because there's so much more uh, to God than just an, uh, an experience of, quick prophetic word. There's more, and I don't want to get trapped into one stream or one way of thinking. I want to be open to what the Holy Spirit is doing uh, at at all times, and and so we're going to to stay mindful of that as we move forward. Now, tomorrow morning, afternoon, we'll meet here at noon again, and then tomorrow night at 6.30, and then Saturday at 12 noon, and then Saturday at 6.30, and then Sunday morning will be our very last gathering for glory nights, which will be a glory day. (laughs) And so we're just going to move in the presence of the Lord and uh, Sunday morning. So if you know somebody who needs a touch of God, would you please text and call them, drag them out of bed, and bring them to the house of God. Amen? Amen. Um, Lord, we're going to pray over the weather, and uh, then we're going to be dismissed if no one has anything. Father, we just thank you, Lord, that you're in control. That you are in control. And we speak to the weather patterns right now in Jesus' name. Father, and we thank you that your spirit, your spirit is going to blow on the weather patterns. We thank you, Lord, that even as people, professionals, are are beginning to uh, mention storms and things of that sort. Father, we know that you already know the end from the beginning. And Father, we thank you that victory is already won. That victory is already won. So Father, we will submit to your plan and we will yield to what you want to do in the earth realm. Whatever that is and whatever that looks like, we're going to yield to it. And we're going to move forward with you. It has already been a year of rearranging and restructuring. So, Father, we receive that word from you. You're giving us clear vision on how to move forward. You're giving us clarity on what to say, when to step, when not to step, when to sit, when to stand. Father, we thank you for clarity, a vision as we move forward into the fourth quarter. We thank you, Lord, that you're opening up doors. You're opening up opportunities, that you're bringing breakthrough to families, we thank you for it. We receive it. We receive our breakthroughs. Those that we need, God, to, to, to do the work of ministry, to do what you've called us to do, those doors that have been closed, we thank you, God, that they're beginning to open. And you'll give us the mindset on how to move forward in that area and in that arena. We thank you for it tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen, 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 amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Mom, you have anything? Okay. Peggy, do you have anything? Angie, do you have anything? Robin, do you have anything? I'm going through my mind who all spoke. You got anything? Okay. Miss Vickers, do you have anything you want to share? Do this. How about you just pray for us? Hold this microphone and pray for
4: us. Just pray for us. Just pray for us. Oh, heavenly, <clears throat> heavenly Father, I'm so thankful to be here tonight. Gathered together in your house. Oh, the, the house of God, a house of prayer. Thank you, Father, for these people, each one that's here tonight and ones that cannot be here. Lord, you know, each circumstance, and I'm believing that you're going to move and touch hearts and lives, and and you're going to touch our hearts in the power of your Holy Spirit like we've never been touched before. And the power of God and the gospel of Christ will go forth in power and strength and salvation and repentance and acknowledging that Jesus is Lord of Lords and King of Kings, and he's coming soon. Thank you, Lord. We're expecting great and mighty things, and we're believing and standing for our loved ones and for those that are uh, sick in body. We're just believing for a miracle from God Almighty. Amen and amen. Thank
1: you, thank you, thank you. Shaya.
5: not going to keep us long. I'm not going to keep us long. (laughs) Hey, that's how the Lord speaks to me. I I bring paper and pen with me just in case I'm right because I can't remember it all the time. So I have to write things down. But the other night I said paradigm shift. I felt that a paradigm is what he was just saying, a box, a way of thinking how you've always done things. You've stayed inside of the box and God's saying it's time for the paradigm shift. It's time to get out of the box. He's been saying it for months. He's been telling us that it's time to grow up, right? But what he's saying also, what I heard in the spirit was senses, your senses, okay? What the Lord is saying, he's he's saying that our senses must be governed by the spirit and not the flesh. Remember everything we've been talking about ever since we started glory days, glory nights has been getting rid of the flesh and living in the spirit, amen? So we must be dominated by the spirit or we're dominated by the flesh. It's one of the two. Either you're dominated by the spirit or you're influenced by the flesh. You may not even be completely dominated by the flesh, but by, by, but by being in alignment with the flesh, you're in the flesh. You're no longer, It's either 100% dominated by the spirit or 100% in the flesh, bottom line. You can't live in the middle. And what God is saying is that I'm tired of my people living in the middle because I need my people to understand who they are and the power that they have within them. They have to get out of the boxes and thinking that things are just the way that they are and stand up and say, God, you've called me to break those paradigms everywhere as I go. To let people know this is not the way you're supposed to think. This is not the kingdom. Come on, it's time to wake up, right? You see, there must be a new birth. And you see, this birth brings forth a whole new creation with new, fresh senses. God says, I need to have your senses cleansed. So that I can give you 100% of what I'm saying, so that you can flow, so you can hear 100% of what I'm saying, so that you can see 100% of what I'm doing, so you can feel 100% of what I'm doing as well. You need to be cleaned out. We need to have new senses. He said clarity a little while ago clarity, clarity to see clearly, to feel clearly, to hear clearly. He's wanting to move us into this. This is the next step. We ask God to give us the spirit and show us the blueprints of heaven. That's what it is. We come in here in the presence and we say, God, what do you want to do? What do you want to say? And this is what he's saying. He's saying, I'm cleaning up your senses. You've not been able to see clearly. You've not been able to see clearly, but now is the time to see. In order to get there, you have to clean it out. We've been living in the flesh way too long. Dominated by the flesh. It's time to be dominated, not just living and being in it. I'm talking about dominated by the flesh. We're like the like like pastor just said, everywhere that we go, God, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? Everywhere I go, God, lead me, show me. There's always lost people around us. There's always somebody with a, with a crutch. There's always somebody with a headache. If we would get in tune with his senses, he would say, they have a headache over there. Go pray for them. They need 20 bucks. Give it to them. We must get in tune with the Spirit. What does the world need right now with all this injustice going on, all this hate going on, Corona? I said it the other day when I preached. I said, Corona would not be here if the church would be where they need to be. That thing would stick its head up, and then immediately the church would knock it down back to the hell. It would have never stuck it, its head up. Because those demons, they shudder. They, they're scared. They're afraid of the light that is within us. But there's no light going out. What, what has happened is the church has put a bushel on their head. We go all the way up the mountain. Go all the way up there on the mountain. God, we love you. We're up here in your presence, God. And then, oh, wait, here's my basket. There's no good. We get all power, get, get so full of God, feel so good. And then we put a basket on our head. People look up at, at the hill and they don't see nothing. So they don't go that way. They go to the valley of shadow of death. Do you know that David, I'm sorry, did you know that David, when he wrote that psalm, though I'll walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For my God, his rod and his staff, they comfort me. He's with me, right? You know that when he wrote that, that there was a literal valley called the valley of the shadow of death, that while he was writing it, he's walking through there. And he's saying, God, even though i walk through this valley, now it wasn't just a valley. They call it the valley of the shadow of death because people would wait in the bushes and wait for every single person that went through there. They never made it through. They always died because those people came out. They would rob them, take everything from them, kill them, and leave them to rot. Every single person that went through there. David went through there, and he said, though I walk through this valley of shadow of death and and, and, and death looks me in the eyeball, I will fear no evil. He wasn't just saying something. He was literally walking through that valley literally walking through that valley how many of you can say that we have that faith to walk squarely up to death that's what we're doing tonight for you we're saying hey even though that death or that this scared thing this heart issue this thing that the doctors say well we got to do this and the enemy wants to say and throw things in your mind but we're saying you know what even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death we will fear no evil because our god is with us he loves us and he desperately wants to release so much to us but we've got to get our senses cleaned up amen Amen. Does that is that a witness to anybody? Amen. Amen.
1: I'm not going to preach. So I'm going to use this for uh, tomorrow, but I want you to focus on John chapter five. So just make a note in your notes. Put John chapter five in your uh, notes there. I want to. I'm probably going to preach that tomorrow night. Um, I should me.
6: I want to add something to that, that the Lord reminded me of. Um, Jake, two weeks ago when you had preached about power, you know, and us walking in power, and that's so good. And even like what we were talking about today about carrying the power and walking in the power and crucifying, I mean, like walking in the spirit and not in the flesh, okay? And so we know all that in theory, but I want to challenge us to go to another level in that this. There's a man by the name of John Ramirez. Have you ever heard of him? He writes books, and he had been mm-hmm. like third highest um, warlock in New York City. I think I'm, I'm getting that right. Witches and Warlocks men are warlocks, okay? He had been the third highest warlock in New York City. okay? And he got radically saved. Amen? And so now his books and his his testimony and to hear him preach, you can look him up on on YouTube. It's fascinating because he has all this knowledge of the other side. And I've I've got several of his books and I've heard him. And what the Lord impressed the most to me when I was listening to everything he had, reading his books and stuff, is that. We have to realize, church, that the witches and the warlocks and the Satanists, they go all out hardcore and they put unbelievable amounts of time and energy into doing things to get demonic power. And John Ramirez reveals some of this and then, uh, you know, and so, but if you start to study it, you find out that it's true. He said that when he got saved, he had over $100,000 worth of paraphernalia, occult books that he studied. He had like altars made in like closets and stuff and they would like, sacrifice animals at different times, okay? And I hate to be this blatant, but, you know, but you know what, church? We need to wake up because the other side is working hard and putting out a lot of effort to get demonic power. And we have access to the power of the Holy Spirit. We have access to the power of God. But here's the deal. It's not going to just fall on us. Now, we uh, a certain amount of it will. But if we want to walk in the kind of power, and Jacob is such a fireball. Oh, my stars. He's like power walking. Okay? If we want to walk in this kind of power that he's so passionate to express to us, then it is time for us to start putting some concentrated effort into gaining more and more of God's power and stop being so Apathetic about it and thinking well if God wants to anoint me to heal the sick he will No, no No, the kingdom of God. You've got to take it by force, right? And so we need to pray. And if you want to carry the power of God, which I know, you know, most of us in our hearts really, really want this, when we need then we need to say, okay, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? It may be getting up an hour earlier and spending time with the Lord. It may be going to bed an hour earlier and spending time with the Lord. It may be making sacrifices. And you know, one time I asked the Lord, like I when I started studying all this, it's like what, they, what do they do and then what is our, the right thing to do that they're just mimicking? Because we have to realize all they do is mimic the kingdom of God, okay? And they just pervert it all and switch it around. And so one of the things, they make sacrifices. And they sacrifice animals, okay, for the blood. And that gains them demonic power and when i asked the lord about that i said what is that what is that and i felt like the lord said every time we make a sacrifice to ourselves and we put somebody else's interest ahead of us or we 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 don't do something that we feel like doing like i was talking about today like you know you feel like griping somebody out and you don't gripe your gripe somebody out and that is you know walking in the spirit and not the flesh But you can also think of that as being a sacrifice every time when you purposely choose to say you know what lord i would really like to tell them off because i've just about had them and their attitude up to here but you know what i'm not going to do that and i'm just offering that up as a sacrifice to you that's the kind of stuff that pleases god that is a true sacrifice you know, in the Old Testament, they would burn the animals. And there's verses that say that when God smelt the smell of that burning flesh, that it was a pleasing sacrifice to Him. On, the new, on the, this side of the cross, the sacrifice we're supposed to burn is our flesh, our impatience, our tempers, our moodiness, our rudeness. All that kind of stuff that's that's diluting the power of the presence of God in our lives. It's time for, Jake said it, grow up. It is time for us to grow up. I know people that have been saved 30, 40, 50 years, and it's the same old drama, drama, drama that is like, come on, we've got to come up higher, and you know, and you know, we've we know, let me tell you how to gauge your, your growth level. How much drama do you have in your life? Jesus was drama free. Amen? Drama free. No drama. We're tired of the drama. We're tired, you know, it, it exhausts us. You know, I, it used, my life used to be drama this, drama that, drama that. And then in some of the churches that I used to attend and work at, it was drama, drama, drama. Everybody had drama, Every, and everybody wanted you to be in their drama with their family and their family's drama, and it's like, oh, God, all this drama is killing me, okay? We need to learn to be drama-free. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go, yeah. Yeah, let it roll off our backs, okay? And just, we've got to, and we all have our issues. I mean, we've all got family stuff. We've all, we've all do, myself included. But we've just got to change we can't be the same way we've been forever if we want to carry the power and the thing is like back to my point if the the demonic people are making all-out effort to do this stuff then the body of christ needs to start putting all out effort i'm going to try i'm going to do okay what else can i do lord what else can i do to get more of you Okay, the Word of God, we were saying the other night, if you're not reading your Bible every day, even if it's just a little devotion and you get one verse, okay, right. Get the Word of God in your life every day. I, I suggest every morning read the Word, even if it's just one verse, and every night before you go to sleep. And then you've got the Word, even if it's just, you know, open your Bible, Jesus wept, okay. Okay. Good night. Okay, you've still got the word of God in you before you go to bed. Okay? And so we've just got to we've we've got to realize we don't see all the stuff that they do, but we can see the effects. I, I heard this man preach and he said that he went to this meeting back years ago at a big faith meeting, and this guy came up from the back and he walked up the the uh, aisle and he began to levitate. Off the ground. He was a high level Satanist. And he did it just to freak out these people of faith. In fact it was Kenneth Hagin's church is where it happened. Okay. Kenneth Hagin's school. And he levitated off the ground. That's the kind of power the enemy's people are plugging into. Church, it's time for us to start plugging in. Put out conscious effort. To walk in that power. And the deal is. That God's not going to. Uh, he's not going to ignore that. He's going to honor our efforts. If we'll just do it. Amen.
1: No I didn't put anybody up to this. Just FYI. And so. This is where we're going though. Because this is the this is the last days. This is that what God promised. Joel prophesied. So in the last days. I will pour out my spirit. What that also means is. The demonic realm is going to be stirred up too because the enemy doesn't want us to experience the outpouring of God. Okay. Oh yeah, there's devils. Yeah, there's devils. There's, there's, there's hierarchies of demons, and and so we we are we, going to we're going to teach on demonology in a few months, but um, because there's there's yes Jesus went to the cross. All we, he did all that. But we got to know the problem with a lot of Christians is that they don't know how to fight, and so when the, when the enemy comes in, they don't have the weapons. They don't have the weapons to to, to fight the enemy, and and so I'm not going to get on that rabbit trail. My God. But there's hierarchies. There's different. There's different heavens, and 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 you've got to you've got to know how to take authority, use your authority to to remove demonic powers, and so. We may do that as a small group or something, or may just freak everybody out and do it on Sunday. We'll see. Um, But that's what we're moving into because, see, because like I said, you know, as the Spirit begins to drop out of heaven, it's going to get wild and crazy. That's just just what's going to happen. And that's why Jeff and I have made it a priority to make sure that the structure that we build in this church and in Beaumont can handle the weight of glory that's coming because if you want a powerful move of God you've got to have structures in place that can handle it. If you look outside that door right there, that thing's falling down because the structure is isn't large enough to hold the roof on top of it. And so we got to make sure that what we what, what what's that we're prepared, that we are preparing for what is coming. Amen. Come on, say amen somebody. Come on. We got to prepare for what's coming. And that's what this is about. This is about, about, about adjusting our times a little bit. We went over to about 10 minutes tonight, but adjusting a little bit and saying, okay, God, I'm going to give you an hour. But I know in the future, I may be leaving church at three in the morning, have to break up at seven and go to work. Because that's what's going to get, that's because the power of God is going to be so strong. I'm telling you, I've seen it. I've experienced it. I've seen it in visions and dreams. It's been prophesied that this church would have a line of people, just lines of people trying to get in. It's been prophesied by somebody I don't even know. Okay? Sitting, I don't know if I told you, sitting in, or maybe some of you have told, but sitting in North Carolina, a prophet from London says to the Texas twins, and he had no idea that I was even a twin or from Texas. So, I mean, ain't nobody else in that room. That's a Texas twin. And so I'm telling you guys, we're, this place is marked for glory. This place is marked for outpouring. This place is marked for revival. This place is marked for it to be a soul winning place. And we're going to see it. We're going to see it. Now, you've got something now? Come on with it. Shoot. Come on down. The price is right.
7: We've been talking about, uh, like, you know, drawing in closer to the Lord, spending time with him in Bible study. Um, And I was reminded of something. Let me see if I can get this to turn over. Um, I just want to read this little thing. It said, Federal agents don't learn to spot counterfeit money by studying the counterfeit. They study genuine bills until they master the look of the real thing. When they see bogus money, they recognize it immediately. I can't count the number of times I've read the quote similar to that one, and it's taken from John MacArthur's Reckless Faith book. And what, what God has always told me, and I understand we have to be aware, we have to know about what we're fighting. We have to. But we don't have to worry about it because we've got the truth. And if we want to spot the counterfeit, if we want to spot the enemy, if we want to spot whatever is against our God, we learn more about our God. We study our God. We put his principles, his his lifeblood into us. We, We take that word. We meditate on it. We study it. We feed on it. We feast on it. We are gluttons for it. We learn that word, and as we learn the word, then when a counterfeit comes up, it's like all your spirit's going to recognize it immediately. That's it.
1: That's good, that's good. Amen. Amen. No.
5: You're cut off. For real, look, just to add to what she was saying, you know, when Jesus encountered demonic activity, when Jesus encountered anything, when it came up, I can't help it. (laughs) It's a river of living water, okay? Look, (laughs) when Jesus encountered anything, like, 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 like we've been saying, there it was no, it wasn't even a battle. There was no art. Right, let's pray. Let's get together. Let's call the angels together. Let's do that. No, it was, Lord, we need you to calm this storm, okay? Are y'all? Uh, are y- why are y'all tripping so bad? What's going on? What, what? What are you worried about? I'm right here. And Jesus said peace. And Jesus said peace, and peace came. When death, when death bodies were there, there was no. 50 hours of praying over his body for him to raise, it was in the name of Jesus, or in the name of me, and they rose, and that's what she's saying, we're to know so that we can see with our senses, so that they're not dulled so that we can see the enemy coming, but when he comes, it's like, oh, I see you, you, you know who you're coming against, right? And they begin to see the authority of Christ within us, and they're like, wait, we know that character, and they've got to leave.
1: Amen, that's good, Jake. Thank you. You're cut off the rest of the week. (laughs) So we can have fun in church, can't we? We can laugh. You got something else? You got something, but do you you got something else? Oh, (laughs) Because if you did, you're going to owe me taco soup.
3: (laughs) It goes with Jacob. So, Jacob, we had our um, science lesson today. And that's all we talked about. That's all we really taught on. And it was all about the five senses. And I had to reiterate, and I had to make a short video, and you're all talking about five senses because you use observation skills, observing everything with those senses. You take stuff in because of your senses. So it's just funny that that stuck out to me so much because we're starting to teach these kids that they can, you know, become good scientists if they use all their senses to observe everything around them. But that's, spiritually speaking, it's great. So... You know, we had to go through all of that, you know, the hearing, the seeing, speaking, you know, smelling, tasting, you know, so there's, the Lord works that way too. He He talks about those. I mean, we know that when the spirit moves, people will talk about an aroma, you know what I mean? Or, um, you know, there's just, there's just so many different examples, you know, of, of, of the taste and see that the Lord is good. So, I mean, he, he references that often in the Bible. So to me, when you said that, I was like, of course, it's going to be the day that I talk about that with my kids. <laughs>
1: How cool. Amen. So I'll just stand here for a minute. <laughs> hey, I had nothing tonight. I asked the Lord, what do you want me to share? He said, I got nothing for you. So, so I'm thinking tomorrow he'll have something for me that's different. So, um, anyone else? Riddell, what you got? You got something? Oh. I thought you had something. Well, I've... Jeff, you got something? Come on up. cuz <laughs> Hallelujah. How many of you ever experienced like joy, like laughter, like uh, um like the laughter, the uncontrollable laughter? How many of you ever had that pro- ever hit you in the middle of a service where you just laugh? Cool. I got a feeling. <laughs> I got a feeling. I got a feeling something odd is about to hit this place, so I've got i got a strange suspicion that it's, it's going to be crazy. And so, the Bible says I prayed over, over Diane last night, and I said unspeakable. I said joy unspeakable and full of glory, joy unspeakable and full of glory, and um and we need that. We really, really, really need that. Just joy unspeakable and full of glory. That it just because really our emotions are a lot of people's emotions are jacked right now. And we just need joy. We just need joy. And you know, you may, you may come on these lines like, man, all they're doing is challenging, all they're doing is pointing their finger at me. Well, yeah. That's what God is doing, but He also loves you enough to give you joy. And you get. He corrects us so that we can have joy because what's producing the problem is the fact that we're we're tied to the flesh. There we go again. And he wants us to have joy, and we can't have joy unless we're operating out of the spirit realm because most of our problems nowadays, we're not going to figure them out through the natural. We're going to have to step into a supernatural flow to get strategy and get understanding and to know what to do and what, how to do it And like I've said last night or the night before, you know, this COVID mess isn't going to be solved through the natural. It's going to be through the supernatural, and it's going to be the church rising up finally and doing something. And uh, Robin said it earlier, and I think Jake said it too, or or Peggy said something about apathy. And the church is so apathetic, and we're just, you know, and I'm not talking about this church. We're just talking about the global church. We're just so apathetic, and it's just and I was doing. Uh, I just did a definition, and we'll fix it. And go, guys. I'm sorry. And I'm just apathy. It says it's uh, means it means um, it means to its lack of interest, enthusiasm, or concern. Lack of uh, interest, enthusiasm, or concern. And I can tell you, as a pastor, and I'm talking to other pastors. I was on a three-hour. Uh, conference call last week with some of the pastor, and we were talking about that, and because because since COVID, nobody wants to go to church, and nobody wants to do anything, and it's and the the national poll is that forty percent of all churches are down in attendance and down in giving and down in everything, and that's why I believe God is say is challenge trying to challenge us to think differently. And not to be so dependent on our flesh. And and so I just want to, want to continue to encourage you here, those that are watching, let's, let's prime that pump, man. Prime that pump and pray in the spirit. I want to encourage everyone to pray in the tongues for at least 15 minutes a day. If you can do more than that, hey, do it more than that. But at least the minimum of 15 minutes just to prime the pump. And if you can't speak in the tongue, just ask God for the gift. Father, give me the gift of tongues. It's very simple. I think us religious people have messed all that up. It's simple. God, if you truly want it, God will give you. It's a gift. He'll give it to you. And so, you know, the video I showed you last night from Pastor Jim was so good. He even said, receive it, John. And so I received it. And Pastor Richard, um... And so, yeah, we got to receive it. We got to receive what he's saying because we're going to we're going to I'm flicking that line out, guys. I'm flicking that and whatever we catch, we're going to pull it in and it's going to be easy and it's going to be God and it's going to be glory. And I'm excited about it. Amen. But what does what gets you? become apathetic, become numb to the spirit. Not a soapbox, Mother. Amen. Listen. How ah, well, glory, 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 glory. Glory, glory, glory. Everybody just take a deep breath. Just take a deep breath and let it out. Just take a deep breath, let it out. Now, Father, feel every, every single person here right now, afresh and anew. Fresh and new, fresh and new. Father, we just speak forth supernatural energy like a current to go on the inside of each person here. Those that are watching, Father, let it be joy unspeakable and full of glory, filling their bones right now, filling their inner place, God. Fill them with joy, 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 unspeakable and full of glory, Father. Let it be, let Lord, Lord, let them begin to enter into a, a joy relationship with you. Joy, joy, joy. Joy, 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 God. We take authority over depression and anxiety. Father, we thank you for joy tonight. Let there be joy in the house. We just release joy tonight. Over each person watching online, those that are here, Father, we release joy tonight. We thank you for it, God. We receive it tonight. We receive it tonight. We receive it tonight, Father. Your joy, your strength, Thank you, God. We're not fighting this battle by ourselves. You're fighting the battle. We're surrounded by you. You're fighting the battle. Thank you, God. We speak joy in this place and to each person. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. 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 All right, well, I love y'all. And I'll see you tomorrow at noon. If you can make it, if not, I'll see you online. And I love you. Thank you so much for coming tonight. Amen, amen, amen. (laughs)